und herzlich willkommen to my podcast show, A German Girl in Hollywood. My name is Viola Sator and I'm a German-born actress living in sunny Los Angeles, California. Within this podcast, I'll be talking about all sorts of stuff that can happen to a German girl in Hollywood on her way to becoming a steady working actress, a happy human being, and most importantly, the woman I want to be. So thanks for listening and stay tuned. I had to kiss a cute guy 14 times today. Yeah, acting can be really tough. I mean, let's face it, acting itself is a huge pain in the ass, right? All those glamorous costumes and all the interesting people you meet, the fancy makeup and the attention you are usually getting on set, all the different characters you are allowed to explore. Yeah. Acting is a real toughie. The truth is, acting is the gateway to ultimate mental freedom, if you play your cards right. And after a 13-hour shooting day, the only subjects that really suffer are my three cats. Oh no! Oh, don't you worry. They know very well how to get back at me. One of them is gonna pee in the bathtub. And the other one will stare me down for hours until she gets her well-deserved pet job. Christ's sake, so pet me! Oh, and the third one? Yeah, well, the third one just wants more food. Today I was lucky. Today I got to be a working actress. For a whole 13 hours, I got to experience someone else's world. A world I never thought I would enjoy entering. Is acting always fun and glamorous? No! It can be quite s scary, actually, and I'm sure that many other actors out there feel the same way. My old acting teacher, Eric Morris, always used to say, If you want to make a real connection, an authentic one, you have to swim in your shit. Yeah. Swimming in your shit, yeah, yeah that, that's definitely one way of putting it. But no matter how you put it, the questions are always the same. What would I do? How would I walk, talk, sit, move, or even kiss? In that situation, under the giving circumstances. A lot of times I don't even know until I actually get there. But none of that really matters because the process in which you and the whole team discover what the story really is about will pretty much control the outcome. Sure, you can have a plan, a vision, how it's supposed to look and sound and feel like, but... But in the end, the true story always manages to shine through. And between exploding exterior lights, because Los Angeles November rain hits them hard, and 14 takes for a single kiss until the focus and the mood is just right, and deleted lines because all of a sudden it becomes apparent that they would take something away from the moment, the story that wants to be told stays in control, and will always find a way through the cloudy and tired minds of the overworked yet focused crew. Again, the magic of making movies. Today I was lucky. Today I got to be a working actress. For whole 13 hours, I got to explore someone else's world. A world I never thought I would enjoy entering. I can't help but respect and adore the people who put so much effort into the production and pull on the same strings, even when it's a considerably small one. I think sometimes... I think sometimes I can even become a little bit of a handful. Bouncing up and down like a rubber ball out of excitement while others are trying to think. Yeah. 
There's the guy who jumps in for just one line. One little line that introduces the next scene. A line that is not written in his mother tongue. A line he will repeat over and over again until he thinks he's got it. A single line he will deliver with all his pride. And man, did he make us proud. There's the guy who just shows up for 10 minutes and he doesn't even have a line, but hey, excuse me, is this the right way to being strangled real quick? Then there's the guy who tries to keep himself in the most state of zen possible. The guy who puts all his money into the production. The guy who is willing to have his place wrecked over the right shot. The guy who takes the shit from his building manager and who's willing to lose his lease over this movie. But he stays calm, cool, and collected. And even when the earlier mentioned exterior light explodes, he just stays on top. There is no room for real hysteria. Ah! The guy who installed that exterior light that exploded? Well, that one was having a blast. That was awesome, you guys! The guy who had never watched Braveheart? Freedom. Casablanca. Oh, you must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. The fundamental things apply as time goes by. Or gone with the wind. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. But that very guy created the magic of a rare blue moon. A blue moon that was the lyric background for the 14 on-camera kisses between the leading man and the leading lady. And with a single light installation, he beautified the already drop-dead gorgeous singer who dropped by for 10 minutes into a siren of the 40s. There's the guy with the camera. The guy who will get all the direct pressure. What if I can't get the shot right? What if I can't pull the right focus? What if the rack is all fucked up? What if I miss my plane home for Thanksgiving? Okay, just one more take. Just one more take. Just one more take. Just one more take. One more take. One more take. There's the guy who is willing to risk food and skin poisoning by putting on more and more facial glue on his upper lip, only to make this damn fake mustache that is supposed to mean business stick. The guy who sweats blood and water to make the foreign language that is coming out of his mouth sound proper. As if the pressure of delivering the regular lines and emotions under extreme circumstances isn't enough, no. He takes it one step further by taking on a part in which he has to speak three different languages. And then there was the girl. The girl who worked late and almost walked out of her job the night before. The girl who was close to a nervous breakdown because it was just one of those nights in which she lost all the control to loud and reckless customers because she knew she had to get up in the morning to shoot this movie. And she wasn't even quite sure about how comfortable she would be playing that particular part in the first place. The girl who usually stresses herself out because she clearly is a perfectionist. I wonder how my acting is. No, I, I, no, I do not want to see the footage. I'm sorry. Do I have creases in my blouse? Oh my god, my makeup is starting to crumble. Does the, does the light hit me the right way? Yeah, I mean the right angle? Is this a right angle is what I'm asking. The girl who always thinks she didn't prepare enough and could have done better. You poor little thing, you.
But at the end of the day, after all these hours of not knowing how well she really did, she's happy and content. And she goes across the street to the bar where she works and treats herself to a gin martini. Figuring that she must still be somewhat in character as the flirty conversation with the drunk but very cute regular at the bar develops a slight verbal sadomasochistic direction. Not knowing who's leading and who's following. After he asks her, Are you ready to get out of here? And she being somewhat tempted, she realizes that she had played enough for today on a playground that is not her own. Tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow I might play again. Today I was lucky. Today I got to be a working actress. For a whole 13 hours I got to experience someone else's world. A world I never thought I would dare to enter. Today I played a Nazi. In the upcoming episode, you're gonna hear some of this. Let me introduce to you American Lion, Pretty Dead Ferrari, and Jibri Shadi. And some of that. <laughs>